It's time for another episode of the adventures of William Ruby, Private Detective. Brought to you by Sugar Twinkles Cereal. Sugar Twinkles, they're made with sugar for energy and a fairy dusting of eight vitamins and minerals to make it twinkly healthy. Grown-ups and kids alike love Sugar Twinkles. Make it a part of your breakfast. Ruby here. There are some people out there who think a hundred bucks a day plus expenses is too much to pay a private detective. They don't understand that I've got some pretty steep bills to pay with that hundred. Rent, utilities, gas for the car, my detective license, and bullets. Not to mention mundane things like my pal Sadie's ham and Swiss sandwiches. It all adds up. Things get stretched even tighter when I have to share that windfall with an employee. I had been going it alone for a little while, and I was liking having a few extra coins jingling in my pocket. Then all of a sudden, like the opening of a department store door on white sale day, the cases started pouring in. In less than a month, I had seven. I'm good, but not even I could stretch far enough to cover all of that. Sleep was becoming sporadic, and I went without more than one of Sadie's specials, not from lack of money, but lack of time. When it became pretty obvious that the stream of clients wasn't going to abate anytime soon, I broke down and put an ad in the paper. It said, Seamus needs sidekick, must be experienced, quick-witted, even-tempered, and willing to take orders, especially in tense situations. Reply in care of this newspaper. I had three applicants the next day. I decided to interview the first one at Sadie's. <laughs> at least I'd be sure of getting lunch. I'm so glad you're finally getting an assistant, Will. You've been working way too hard. Nah, I'm interviewing anyway. We'll see if anyone decent turns up. Just don't try to compare them to Frances. She was a great fit for you. Uh, perfect in a lot of ways, even. But she's not the only operative in the ocean. <laughs> Good one, Sadie. Don't worry. I can keep the comparisons down. But this first interview is a guy, so uh, it'll be easier. Not that I mind, but how come you decided to interview here? Uh, a couple of reasons. One... I could be guaranteed to get lunch, too. I think there's a bit of good luck in this place. I met Roberta here, after all. So I'm your good luck charm. I like that. <laughs> oh, I, I don't think it's going to be that easy, though. Wait until you see what's heading your way. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Excuse me, miss. Do you happen to know Mr. William Ruby? I do. You're standing right next to him. I am? Oh, of course. Hello, Mr. Ruby. You must be Cyrus Bottoms. Ooh, you are a good detective. What gave me away? Well, for starters, clutched in your hand is the newspaper with my ad circled in red pencil showing. Another thing, the, uh, the dark glasses and the hat pulled low say you're heading for a clandestine meeting. I'm very impressed. Eh, good, you should be. Uh, have a seat. And, um... Feel free to take off the disguise. There's uh, nothing to hide from here. Oh, yes, thank you. I must say, this is a rather unusual location for a job interview. Do you not have an office? No, I do not not have an office. I'll take over the question asking now. Uh, let's start with a, uh, with a tough one. Would you like some coffee? Would I like some... Oh! <laughs> oh, you are so... So clever! That would be lovely, thanks! One coffee, coming right up. So, uh, do you have experience? Plenty! I completed the criminology course at the Acme Trade School in Pasadena. 
Immediately upon completion, I was hired by the Parisian Flair Boutique as their house detective. I was there for three whole months. The owner was deported, unfortunately. Fortunately, Santini's department store was looking for a night watchman. I've been there ever since. It's a tough job, I will say. Not a dangerous one, really, but there's always a chance I could see some action. Uh-huh. But you haven't actually had any experience on actual cases. Well, no, but I studied quite hard. Here's your coffee. Uh, Will, I hate to interrupt your interview, but I was just speaking with another customer, and she's looking for you. Prospective client? I think so. Uh, may I send her over? <laughs> Absolutely. Here's your chance to get a glimpse of a real case, Cyrus. I want you to listen and observe. Got it? Yes, sir. Mr. Ruby, I am so sorry to bother you, but I'm at my wit's end, and so many people have told me you are the best person to help me. Whoa, 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 slow down. Let's start with who you are, then we'll get to what's at the end of your wits. <laughs> I'm sorry, of course. My name is Myrna Spector. I own Myrna's Dance School. Wait, wait. You're across the street over the bank, right? I've heard the tapping when I've walked by. That's the place. But you won't be hearing any tapping anymore. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Your shoes don't make sound anymore? I've looked for a lot of lost things before, but uh, sound is a new one. You won't hear the tapping because the tap shoes have been stolen. Someone broke in last night and stole Every pair in the school. That's over 30 pairs. Wait, 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 wait. Someone stole 30 pairs of tap shoes. Tap shoes. Did, did they steal anything else? Not that I can see. The police asked me the same thing, so I went through everything. Everything else is where I left it, including cash I received from students yesterday. <laughs> Don't tell me. Let me guess. The cop said, there's nothing else they can do. Exactly. Tap shoes aren't expensive items like jewelry, and there aren't any serial numbers or anything like that to positively identify them. I really need them back, Mr. Ruby. We're supposed to have our annual recital next week. I could replace some of the shoes out of my own pocket, and some of the parents would help. But quite a few of my students come from poorer families. They can barely afford to pay for the classes. A new pair of dad's shoes would be out of the question. But the show means so much to them, and I'd hate to have to cancel. <laughs> Don't cry over stolen tap shoes yet. There's always a chance we can find them. Uh, let's, let's go over to the school so I can take a look around. Oh, Mr. Ruby, you'd really help me? Yeah, it's, uh, it's cheaper than just handing you the money, which would be my second choice. Uh, but besides, uh, Cyrus here is a candidate to be my new assistant. It'll give him a chance to, uh, show me his stuff. I'll be back, Sadie. Keep my seat warm. You know I will, and thank you. You're the best. Yeah, best detective and best bleeding heart. Let's go. There's, uh, ooh, not too much to the school, is there? No, not really. 
Just the one large room for classes, this smaller room for the kids to change in, and my office, which actually used to be a closet. The shoes were in their boxes and stacked over the cubbies over there. What? Oh, no, 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 wait. Cyrus, you asked the questions. Oh? Um, let's see. Did you lock the door when you left last night? Of course. I always lock up because I usually have some cash here. And before you ask, I'm the only one besides the building owner with a key. The janitor comes while I'm here, so he couldn't have taken anything or forgotten to lock the door. Right. Well, I can't think of anything else to ask. I'm afraid this one is unsolvable. What? Cyrus, you have just failed my test. Thank you for your time. I don't get the job? No. And no, I will not give you another chance. You are excused. Well, that's a fine how do you do. Oh, you'll regret this, Mr. Hotshot Blackfoot. I bet I won't. Uh, he's gone. I, I'm sorry about that, Miss Spectre. He's wrong. It's not unsolvable. It's just tricky. I so hope you're right. I feel so responsible. I thought keeping them here was the best idea. I never, ever thought they were in danger of being stolen. No, of course you didn't. Who the heck steals tap shoes? Better question, why? For the, for the taps, maybe? I don't know why. Even brand new taps aren't really worth anything. I have a whole bag of replacement ones in my desk and those weren't taken either. It's just so odd and tragic. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't start up the waterworks again. Uh, who do you buy the shoes from? Maybe they've heard of other thefts. A company called Franklin Ballard. They're in Alhambra. I have their card in my office. Come with me and I'll get it for you. Wow, that's, uh, <laughs> that's loud. Is that the bank? Yes. I had to have a special floor installed in the classroom so all of the tapping wouldn't be a nuisance to them. The rest of this building has very thin floors and walls. I can hear them in the hardware store next door to the bank shaking paint and trimming wood. Ah, uh, but the rent is cheap, so you stay. Yes. There aren't a lot of businesses that would put up with the noise, so I get a deal. Here's the card. And here's a card for the school in case you need to call me. Oh, thanks. Are there any schools who consider you a, a rival? Not that I know of, no. There aren't many dance schools around, so competition isn't really an issue. I know for myself that I never have room for all of the people who would like to take class. Is there anything else I can tell you? Um, not that I can think of, uh, for now. You'll be the first to know if I have another question. Thanks, Mr. Ruby. Thank you for taking this case, and thank you for trying. I know it's just a small, silly, unimportant thing, missing tap shoes. It's no, 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 no. It's not silly or unimportant. Not the kids for whom this is their only real joy in life. We'll get them back. Go do a, a pat-a-do or something and get your mind off it. Oh, that's a dance for two. Do you dance? <laughs> Just around questions that make me queasy, like that one. Oh, Dad, Cyrus, he was enough to make me want to cancel the other two interviews. Unfortunately, I forgot to in all the tap shoe excitement. I 
called the shoe supplier to see if he had heard of any other thefts or received any unusual orders. The answer was no to both. He was sorry to hear about Miss Spectre's, Myrna's, predicament. So sorry he pledged to get the shoes replaced with ones he got donated from other schools. If he came up short, he'd talk his boss into donating some. It's nice to meet nice people. My next call is to my brother George. He's nice in his own way. He's also lieutenant in LAPD's homicide division. He had nothing to do with this case, of course, but he could get me information if I put lots of sugar on top of the request. Homicide, Lieutenant Ruby speaking. Ruby Detective Agency, well, Ruby speaking. <laughs> wow. Had no idea it was that funny. I went to Sadie's for a late lunch. She told me about your interviewee. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, hilarious. He made a client cry. Oh, I oh, <clears throat> guess he, uh, guess he didn't get the job then. <laughs> uh, no. I know I'm not going to get an assistant as good as Frankie, but they have to at least be able to tie their shoelaces and not make clients cry. Yeah, good to hear you being realistic. Yeah, only until I get desperate. Hey, you haven't heard anything about any weird petty thefts, have you? Weird petty thefts. You mean like the one a couple of years ago when a guy stole all the dust jackets off the books in a shop? Yeah, kind of, only uh, this time someone stole 30 pairs of tap shoes. 30 pairs of tap shoes? You're investigating the theft of 30 pairs of tap shoes? Yeah, they were taken from a school that teaches underprivileged youths. Uh, legally, that's petty theft, but it's a major crime as far as we're both concerned, I know. I hadn't heard about it until you mentioned it right now. Um, you want the report? Please. I probably know more than the report says, but uh, I want to see if it just in case. And uh, let me know if any other odd thefts show up. You got it. You have a feeling about this one, don't you? Yeah, I do. Why tap shoes? I could see maybe a couple of pairs get pinched, but 30? In their shoe boxes? And they were the only things taken. Cash in the office, ballet slippers, office supplies. They were untouched. They just took the tap shoes. Cash was left? Huh. That is odd. Keep me posted on this one, little brother. You got me very curious. And, uh... You know, if you need help, let me know. Yeah, I will. And, uh, I will. If Cyrus has any indication of the candidates I'm going to get, I'll definitely need you. <laughs> I wish I could say Cyrus was the worst of the lot, but I can't. I wish I could say the tap shoe theft was solved the next day. I can't say that either. As a matter of fact... Things got more complicated the next day. First thing in the morning, at my office. I realized a bit belatedly that my favorite restaurant was probably not the best place to meet candidates, so I moved future meetings to the office. The last thing I needed was to have my ham and Swiss interrupted by a stalker. Mr. Ruby? Well, hello, that's me. What can I do for you? It's what I can do for you. Vera Campbell. My friends call me Scotty. 
wait, 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 wait. You're Scotty Campbell, the Scotty Campbell who answered my ad? I thought you were a man. Sorry for the subterfuge, but I've found that most detectives dismiss me if they know I'm a woman. I have just as much skill as a male. I don't have any issue with female operatives. My partner, uh, my former partner is a woman. I do have an issue with liars, though. I didn't actually lie. I just didn't reveal the whole truth. Let's let's skip over that part for now. Uh, just please be honest from here on. Do you have any experience? As a private detective? No. But I just finished a course in law enforcement. Before that, I was in the OSS. Hmm. OSS. A desk job, or were you an actual agent? Excuse me? I'm looking for Will Ruby. Would that be you, sir? Ooh, saved by the door. Uh, yeah, that would, uh, that would be me. Uh, what can I do for you? I'm not sure, to be honest. I was talking to my neighbor, Miss Spector, this morning, and she thought I should speak to you. Miss Spector? Oh, do you know something about her theft? Not a thing, other than it happened. Now, if you ask me about my theft, that I could tell you all about. Maybe your theft. You were robbed? Thanks for asking. I sure was. Craziest robbery I ever saw. Crazier than a rabid dog in heat. I'm Len Whitmer, by the way. I own a hardware store down the way. Oh, the one below the dance studio, I take it. The one and the same. I've been robbed before, but not like this. And when I mentioned it to Miss Spectre, she said I should tell you about it. Maybe combine mine with her, so to speak? Hmm, possibly. What was stolen, dare I ask? Rakes and clothespins. That's the sum and whole of it. Last time a thief broke in, they forced the cash register open and took all the cash. Took a bunch of expensive tools, too. Not this guy. This guy took four rakes and two packages of clothespins, and that's it. Some in total. I couldn't believe what I saw, so I went through the whole store twice. Some and total. Hmm, how did he get in? Well, now, miss, that's another odd thing, thanks for asking. My back door, the one that goes to the alley behind the store, is glass on top and metal on the bottom. The glass is that special kind with the wire embedded in it. Whoever broke in managed to cut that glass completely out. I found the pane leaning against the wall, not a crack or chip in it. Darndest thing I ever saw. Think you can help me, Mr. Ruby? It's not the rakes and clothespins I'm worried about. It's the way they got in. What's next? My whole front window? Eh, I don't blame you for being worried. I don't know what I can do, but I'll give it a try. Did you, uh, call the police? No, I know what they'd say. It's just a couple of rakes. Quit bothering them. Yeah, you're probably right. I want to go over and see your place, but uh, I need to finish here first, so uh, I'll meet you over there shortly, okay? Sure enough. Thanks a bunch, Mr. Ruby. Even if you can't do a thing, you just listen to an old man and, well, that means a lot. I'll see you soon. That was a kooky story. Are you really going to take his case? You bet, and for a lot of reasons, one of which being community. Take care of your neighbors and uh, they'll take care of you. Right. 
Well, good luck with that. It was nice meeting you. Oh, not interested in the job after all? Not really. I was looking for action. Not neighborly goodwill. Later. Why do I have the feeling she's going to be sorry she didn't stick around, but uh, I'm not going to be sorry about it at all. Went over to Whitmer's hardware and took a look around. I had no doubt Len Whitmer knew exactly what was taken. Everything in that tiny shop had a place that was outlined and tagged. <laughs> I've seen less organized operating rooms. The window looked like it had been removed with a very fine saw. My first thought was that there weren't enough patrols in the area, and my second thought was that Whitmer was right. It was the window, not the rakes and the clothespins, that was the important part of the robbery. The thieves were testing the shop to see what they could get away with, but testing it from what? There wasn't anything valuable to steal there. Mr. Whitmer told me that since the first robbery, he took the cash home every day. That all being said, the rakes and clothespins had a part two. They weren't random grabs. They, they couldn't be, as they were both on aisles deep in the store. The biggest question of all, was the same person or persons behind both robberies? If so, what was the link? I puzzled over it until my brain hurt. I couldn't come up with a thing. It turned out it wouldn't matter, because a new piece of the puzzle would show its ugly, deadly face the next morning. Uh, coffee and uh, banana coconut pancakes this morning, Sadie. I need something to sweet my attitude. I'm not Sadie, but I'll get you the pancakes and coffee. Flame! Oh, uh, what are you doing here? Sadie had to go down to the port of Los Angeles to pick up a shipment from Hawaii. So I'm covering for her. Ooh, you are a true blue friend. I know for a fact you didn't leave the Aloha Club till after one last night. It was two. I had to go over the books. Don't remind me. It'll be worth it, though, when Sadie comes back with a van full of mangoes and coconuts and pineapples. I already have reservations from people just wanting her mango fish. So, why are you so grumpy? Right now, the reason is the assistant hunt. I should be in my office interviewing candidate number three, but uh, as you can see, I'm not. Why aren't you? Because candidate number three showed up in a fedora and a trench coat and started talking in gangster movie quotes. His idea of experience was reading every issue of True Detective. I got a couple more replies in the mail yesterday, but I don't know if I'm going to bother asking them in. Sorry. It's extra tough as you had the best partner already. You'll never find another one like Puppy. You might be able to train someone to be almost as good, though. That's my goal. Believe it or not, Frankie was pretty raw when she started. She was just a really fast learner. Oh, hey, they stopped. Oh, I wonder what's going on. I don't know, but it looks like they stopped in front of Santini's department store. Hey, doesn't your brother have a burgundy Ford four-door? He does, and that's it. Uh-oh. Must have been a murder. Uh, hold my order for a few minutes, please. I'll be back. Sure. Sir, back behind the line, please. Uh, I'm looking for Lieutenant Ruby. Sorry, but he's a little busy right now. It's okay, Lay. I'm actually glad you're here, Will. Oh? Not here. Come inside. The night watchman was found this morning. Single gunshot wound in his back. Oh, the night watchman? Do you know his name? Yes, Cyrus Bottoms. 
Why, you know him? Yeah, he interviewed with me yesterday. He was too green for me. He was too green for this job, too. Look where we found him. In the housewares department? In the housewares department. According to the store manager, three frying pans and a tea kettle are missing. He was killed over cookware. Yikes. That's sad. Poor guy. Excuse me, Lieutenant Ruby. I have new information for you. Oh, good. Uh, Will, this is Miss Kirby, the store manager. Miss Kirby, my brother, Will Ruby. He's uh, been investigating the other thefts on the block. Glad to know you, Mr. Ruby. Those thefts were terrible, of course. But this? This is simply awful. Who on earth would kill a man for some frying pans and a tea kettle? That's what we're going to find out. What's your new information? Oh, yes. The assistant manager and I performed a cursory inspection of all of the departments, and we discovered there are several hats missing from the ladies' millinery department. I'm not sure what these thieves are playing at. They didn't even take good hats. Just an assortment from the bargain table. Housewares and hats. I thought tap shoes were weird. They are. So is this. Thank you, Miss Kirby. Please let me know if you discover anything else, Miss. I will indeed. I do hope you apprehend the culprit soon. Oh, I hate weird. I know, me too. Unfortunately, that's all we've got. What was the night watchman killed with? 45. Whoever has that gun knows how to use it. The bullet went right through the victim's heart, even from behind. Really? That sure doesn't sound like a bunch of hooligans grabbing random items. No, sounds more like organized criminals. But have you ever heard of gangsters stealing frying pans? I cannot comprehend this crime at all. Yeah, me neither. Hey, why don't you work on the murder angle, that part you understand, and meanwhile I'll take a look at the thefts, see if they're connected to mine. I have a feeling they are. Whoever took the window out of Whitmer's back door was a glass expert. He didn't take that glass out just to steal rakes and clothespins. Whitmer's? You didn't tell me about that one. I don't want to get laughed at again. I'm not laughing anymore, not with murder in the picture. By the way, the report you wanted is on my desk. Come and get it. I asked around about any other odd thefts, but there haven't been any reported, not even Whitmer's. Yeah, Whitmer didn't report it. He didn't think the police would bother with the theft of a couple of rakes and some uh, clothespins. He was right about that. Go on, get out of here, little brother. Let's talk at the end of the day. If something comes up before that, call me. Yeah, same goes for you, big brother. If I'm not in my office, uh, try Sadie's. She's uh, picking up a shipment from Hawaii as we speak, by the way. Really? Ooh, well, forget the call. Come to the house with dinner. <clears throat> yes, sir, your worship, sir. Everything okay? No. The night watchman was killed and over frying pans, of all things. There has to be a connection between Santini's and my cases. Agreed. 
but what? <laughs> that, my dear red-headed club owner, is the question of the hour. Oh, I really wish Frankie was here. Bouncing ideas off her was, was the best way I've ever had to figure things out. I better take those pancakes to go. Thinking like this needs to be done in a quiet place. Banana coconut pancakes and coffee with legs. Got it. Anything else? Yeah, uh, put me in the list for mango fish for tonight. For three. I, uh, made the mistake of telling George. I'll make sure Sadie puts together a feast for all of the rubies. Yeah, thanks. We're gonna need all the help we can get, and, uh, that includes brain food. I know those pancakes were good, but I don't remember them. I don't even remember walking back to the office, but I know I did it. All I could think about were the three thefts. Tap shoes, rakes, clothespins, frying pans, a tea kettle, and ladies' hats. I could maybe see vagrants stealing random things like that, but <laughs> vagrants don't tend to be skilled saw users. I called George and asked him how Santini's thieves got in. No sign of entry, he said. Because the alarm hadn't been tripped, he was thinking they hid in the store while it was open. I only got to the first round of why, why, why when there was a knock at my door. Mr. Ruby? I saw your ad. Oh, jeez, this is just what I need. Uh, sorry, but I've put the interviewing on hold for now. Uh, send me a letter and I'll uh, get back to you when I take the hold off. Oh, but Mr. Ruby, I'm sure I'm just what you need. My friend Francis, Francis O'Shea, used to tell me I'd be the perfect third for your team all the time. You're a friend of Frankie's? Well, okay, okay, come on in. Harry! Hi, Willie. But that wasn't a lie, by the way. Francis really did say that. So, do you need me to fill out an application? Wait, you mean you really are here to apply for the job? Yes. I want it for a couple of reasons. I want to help you. And I want to fix our relationship. I know you're upset with me. You've been upset with me ever since I came back. I don't think upset is the right word. I'm not sure what the right word is. Angry, then. Um, maybe. I don't really have time to figure out the proper euphemism right now. I gotta solve this case before someone loses their bath mat or tutu. Are you really... Really serious about helping? I really, really am. Not only that, but I think I'm the only one who can handle the job. And you, little brother. <sighs> you're probably right. Okay, you're hired. For this case. After we get through it, we'll, we'll see how we both feel about working together. And if you're willing to give up the stunt stuff, because I need someone full-time, not when they feel like it. I know. I'm okay making a career change. And you have to do what I tell you to do, though. None of this running off without considering the consequences stuff. The guns in our show are real. Agreed. Unless it's absolutely necessary. I see a dire emergency, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm not as dumb or as naive as you think I am. I've been taking care of myself for a long, long time. And I've trained for a lot of stuff. Mmm. Mm, true. Okay. Exception accepted. Do you know what I'm working on? Scuttlebutt at Sadie's was that a bunch of weird stuff was stolen and a department store guard killed. I didn't get any details. I heard that much and thought, Will needs a hand. So, here I am. <laughs> I could have used a hand about, oh, five years ago, but, uh, well, 
Better late than never, I guess. You got a hand five years ago. It just wasn't the way you expected. What do you mean? I wasn't going to tell you this. Ever. Jojo said I should, and so did Flame. But I didn't want you to feel even worse. Tell me what? I didn't run away. Running away would make it about me, but I didn't leave for me. I left for you. Huh? I saw what was happening at home. The baby of the family usually gets it easy. That's all I'd ever heard and read anyway. But not you. Pa made your life miserable. It was Jojo who could do no wrong. And they thought I was an angel. You were a good kid your whole life, but no matter how hard you tried, it was never enough for either of our parents. I thought it would get better when Pa died, but Ma didn't let up a bit. <laughs> she doted on me, though. So I thought that maybe if I took myself out of the equation, so to speak, she'd lay off of you. That's why I left. I don't know if that's what changed things, but something happened, and you grew up to be one heck of a guy. I'm so incredibly proud to be your sister. I hate that we lost all that time, but I really do believe it was worth it. I don't expect your forgiveness. I'm just offering an explanation. Harriet, I, I don't know what to say. Tell me about these cases. The other stuff can wait. Hopefully we still have most of a lifetime to argue about them. Harry, uh, the, 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 the cases, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the first one was the theft of 30 pairs of tap shoes from Myrna's dance school. Tap shoes. Tap shoes. The next night, Whitmer's hardware was broken into by someone who's very handy with saws. Uh, they took out the pane of security glass in the back door in one piece. All they took, though, were four rakes and two bags of clothespins. Rakes and clothespins and tap shoes. Oh my. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so what was the third theft? Uh, Santini's department store. No sign of how they got in. George thinks they hid in the store until closing. They're missing three frying pans, a tea kettle, and some bargain ladies' hats. The night watchman was shot and killed in the attempt. Tap shoes, rakes, clothespins... Frying pans, a tea kettle, and hats? It's like you have bits from three different jigsaws and no picture for any of them. <laughs> Either that, or the stage manager from some community theater was in a panic. Panicked enough to commit murder? Mm, doubtful. What else could those things have in common? Well, hats could be a disguise. Rakes could be used to grab something not reachable by hand. Frying pans, tap shoes, even the kettle could be used to create a distraction by banging them together. Yeah, distract... Distraction. Hey. Hey, I think I'm getting a glimmer of an idea. The light just went on somewhere, if you know what I mean. Now, to get to the room, the light's in. What else have we got? The places that were robbed were a department store, a hardware store, and a dance school. Nothing to tie those together that I can think of. Are they all neighbors? Mm, not exactly. Mirna's is over Whitmer's, but Santini's is on the other side of the bank, and... The bank. <laughs> the bank, of course. This isn't about tap shoes at all. The thefts were just decoys to cover the real crime. They're going to rob the bank. They must have been testing the communal walls for possible entry points and, and took the stuff to throw the cops off the track. The night watchman at Santini's caught them. And... Which says to me... 
They found their sweet spot. But would they go through with their plan with a murder investigation going on? <laughs> sure. It's actually a great time for it, with the cops preoccupied and the murder scene off limits. Uh, what time is it now? Oh, almost five. Ah, good. We have a little time. Lieutenant Ruby, please. He's not. Any idea when he'll be back? Ah, I see. Well, if he does come back or call in, please tell him that Will called and that I figured out that the tap shoes and the frying pans are for? N no. No, that, that's not code. They're, they're connected to Santini's murder. No, I do not want to talk to Sergeant Wallace. George will understand my message and uh, he'll know what to do, which is to uh, run over to Santini's. Got it? Yes. Yes, thanks. Jojo's not at the office. No, he had to take Dolores and the twins to the doctor. Oh. Oh, that's good to know, Mrs. Ruby. Where is that brother of mine? Yeah, that figures. A message? Ah, uh, sure, if you don't mind taking this down. It's gonna sound weird, but he'll get it. Tap shoes and frying pans are distractions to cover bank heist. Harry and I are headed over to Santini's now to see if we can catch them in the act. He should meet us there with reinforcements. Yep, good. Yeah, I left a message at headquarters as well. Thanks, Mama. Big Brother's on the way back to the office, Dolores thought. He should get the message one way or another. Let's form a plan, then we'll go catch some bank robbers. It's a good thing the store manager was still here. I don't think that cop would have let us in otherwise. <laughs> Probably not. Wallace doesn't like me. The feeling is mutual. Housewares is uh, back here. First thing to do is to find their planned point of entry. Wouldn't someone have noticed something like that, especially with a murder? Man, not if they didn't know to look for. <laughs> Aha! Well, look at that. There's the start of a hole in the wall that was covered by a curtain display. But how are they going to get in tonight, with the store closed and the police out front? What's over this store? I don't know. I didn't think to look. Myrna's dance school, well, at least part of it. Her break-in was for them to find a way down here. I'm sure of it. Let's see. The tap shoes were in the little room behind the studio itself, which would be right about where that door marked employees only is. I knew you were a smart guy, Will, but I didn't know the sum and total of it. Don't move. Me and my boy have guns aimed at both you and the girl. Len Whitmer, of course. Robbie at your place was staged to throw off suspicion. Who would be an ace with things like saws? A hardware guy. You're a little too smart for your own good. Who's the girly girl, by the way? The name is Harriet Ruby, not girly girl. Feisty, you must be Will's sister. Bet you two were an unbeatable team. Almost unbeatable team. I just beat you. Now you're going to be accessories to a bank robbery. Go on, move. We're all going to use my hidden entrance and make an after-hours withdrawal. It's actually done. I just disguised it to look like we'd only gotten part way through. I know a thing or two about a thing or two, especially when it comes to hardware and tools. That's the sum and total. 
it really did work. Okay, boss. We made it right near the bank lobby. Now what? Now we meander over to the safe. I get it open using my know-how with tools, and we have Will and Harriet here empty it out for us. With their fingerprints all over the cash and the safe, nobody will know we even had something to do with this. Some in total, chunk. That's my thinking process. Some and total. You forgot to carry the wand, Mr. Whitmer. You didn't take into account that someone else might figure you out. Lieutenant George Ruby, LAPD, you're under arrest. Oh, no. You ain't putting me behind bars. George, he's pulling out his gun. <laughs> ah. Thanks, Will. Give up, Mr. Whitmer. I've got the place surrounded. Not a chance. <sighs> Harry. Harry, are you, are you okay? Um, yes. Jojo is a sitting duck, though. That desk he's hiding behind won't protect him for long. Yeah, I know. Any ideas? You better come out, Will. You don't not plug the cop. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely an exception, though. Oh, why am I not surprised? What are the odds of you getting killed? Never calculate the odds. You'll just jinx yourself. Give me your gun. Then walk out slowly and wave your hanky, true style. And you will... Never you mind. You need to be as surprised as they are. You better come out of this okay. You don't. Never, never speak to you again. Very funny. Tell George. Ask him if he's okay. Then tell him you're coming out. Okay. George, I'm checking in. You okay? So far, so good. You? Yeah, so far. But I'm not liking the odds. I'm coming out. Don't shoot, Len. Smart boy. You realize you were licked. That's the sum and total of the situation. You forgot to carry the one again. Ah! Oh, what a shot! Don't do it again, lady, I give up! Is he dead, George? No. Got him right where he wanted to, in his gun hand. He knocked himself out when he hit the floor. <laughs> that was one hell of a shot, little sister. Thanks. I spend a lot of time on a firing range in Europe. For stunt training and, well, a couple of other reasons. Actually won a couple of sharpshooter competitions. Okay, okay. You sold me on the exceptions. What is that supposed to mean? I'll explain later. Let's get these two behind bars, then I'll give you the sum and total of this caper. Oh, thanks for reserving such a big chunk of the diner for us, Sadie. My pleasure. I love seeing all the rubies in one place. Especially the babies. Thanks, Sadie. They're also a handful. It's nice to see grown-ups for a change. Speaking of changing, you need to start talking, Will. These guys need to go to bed soon, and I need to eat before that. And Roberta and I are dying to know the whole crazy story. All we know is that it has to do with tap shoes? And a bank robbery. I can't wait to hear how these two are connected. Well, it was all about location, not the stolen items. The dance school is right over the bank, the hardware store on the west side of it, the department store on the east. Len, the mastermind and owner of the hardware store, thought about just tunneling through his store, but he was afraid it would be too easy to put the finger on him. Not only that, but the hardware store and the bank shared a firewall. It was too thick to put a hole in easily. So, Len came up with an alternate plan. He decided to get to the bank through the department store. He got a peek of the building plans at City Hall, figured out where his best entry points were, then staged the petty thefts to throw suspicion off his real objective. Killing the Night Watchman was his 
first big mistake. And involving the rubies was the other. You should have seen Harry roll out from behind that pillar and shoot Lennon his gun hand. It's like a choreographed dance. It was choreographed by movie stunt coordinators. I've practiced that move more than a hundred times and performed it in at least ten movies. Of course! Bet I would have recognized it if I saw it. Boy, am I grateful you were there. From the sounds of things, it was a little too close to George for comfort. I, I couldn't live without this guy. Oh, Dory. None of us could, Dolores. I'm also grateful you were there. After all, I can't play Scrabble by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry, can I, uh, can I see you for a minute alone? Sure. You really were amazing in there. You kept your cool, you followed my instructions, and you followed your instincts. I... I couldn't have asked for a better partner in that situation. You... You want to make this partnership official? Thanks, and... Yes. On two conditions. What are your conditions? One, you forgive me. I adore you, little brother, and it kills me that we have this rift between us. Yeah. Yeah. I forgive you. I've been thinking a lot about what you told me. It was a dumb, selfless, wonderful, dumb thing to do. But I get it. And I think it I think it did work. I mean, mother will never adore me, but I think I have her respect and eh, that's good enough. Oh well. Hey, 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 no crying on the suit. Wool shrinks. What's your second condition? <laughs> <laughs> that I still take a movie job here and there. I love doing that work. And it'll definitely help with your stuff. <laughs> well, you sure proved that. Okay. I accept that condition, too. Let's go tell the others. Um, family and family adjacent, uh, I have an announcement to make. The search for a new sidekick is over. May I introduce you to the new firm, Ruby... And Ruby, private detectives. Well, the perfect choice, Will. Congratulations, Harry. Three Rubies defending Los Angeles. The crooks don't stand a chance. Good for you, Will. For all of it. I think you made the right choice. Now, choose what you want to eat so we can get out of here. Hold on. There's a choice? You're right. There isn't. Not today. Mango fish, Sadie, please, with a side of macaroni salad and... Ham and Swiss sandwich for an appetizer? Oh, no. Will. Will. Oh, <laughs> this has been another episode of The Adventures of William Ruby, Private Detective, brought to you by Sugar Twinkles Cereal. Sugar Twinkles, they're made with sugar for energy and a fairy dusting of eight vitamins and minerals to make it twinkly healthy. Grown-ups and kids alike love Sugar Twinkles. Make it a part of your breakfast. Tonight's cast included Lauren Baumbauer, Val Coons, Mike Luce, Richard Tatum, Rachel Wasserman, and Keith Wright. Cast member emeritus, Helen Alamano. Story by Val Coons. Sound patterns by Val Coons. This has been a Q Footsteps production. Analamsha. Now with silage. Analamsha. <laughs> <laughs> Have a silide with your uh, twinkle cereals. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't really have time to figure out the proper euphemism in the way of his alphabet. You didn't take him to go. Actually, won a couple of shots. Okay, <laughs> I know I'm not going to. It's my favorite line of the night. That's why I keep saying it. Me too. It's a sibling thing. We're all doing it now. 